Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This is the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. I am Coach Manaman. Thank you for listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. For the latest news and notes and baseball content from the tri-state area, find us on social media, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Coach Manaman on Twitter. Welcome back to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, welcoming you to one of my favorite episodes that I get the opportunity to host every single year, and it is the Top 22 of 2022, which is a collection of our top local baseball stories from the year. Now, I did put them in order of what I thought was relevant from 22 to 1 based on how they were perceived locally, statewide, nationally, even maybe worldwide. But you can take those rankings as as a grain of salt. Every single one of them is a great story. And to try to differ which one is more relevant, whether it's 7 or 17, It's truly just um, opinion and also a great conversation piece as well. I would like to thank the Telegraph Herald. I do have to say that all of this information and the statistics and the stats that I am pulling, I um, am pulling from their website. And some of it I'm also pulling from Baseball Reference and also from social media accounts, from local news organizations and players as well. I teach language arts and I do lessons about not plagiarizing or stealing material. So I want to give those news sources credit and say thank you to them for allowing me to use that information. Don't hesitate to find us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Give us a five-star review. You can listen anywhere where all major podcasts are put out. And without further ado, let's start with our honorable mentions, and then let's head into our top 22 local news stories, top baseball stories of 2022. Before we get into our countdown of the top 22 local baseball stories in the year 2022. We do have a couple honorable mentions before we get into our countdown. The South Lake Wiffle Ball League, they host a wiffle ball tournament every year. Check them out on social media. All the money goes toward a great cause. It's Claire's cause. Find them on Twitter. Figure out what the cause is. Sign up for that tournament. Also, wiffle ball taking huge, huge strides in becoming a fun, popular activity in Dubuque. The Dubuque Wiffle Ball League is off and running. Next year, they will be entering their third year of existence. It's great to see kids playing wiffle ball during those summer months instead of sitting on their phone or playing 
video games during that great weather. They also sent a team to that South Lake Wiffle Ball Tournament, and they were the Savannah Bananas Scout Team, and they ended up winning that tournament as well. The Savannah Bananas Scout Team consists of three freshmen from the Dubuque area. Will Steffen and Cole Seal from Dubuque Hempstead and Easton Felderman from Dubuque Senior. Three names to keep track of as they progress in their career. I think all three of them have a very bright baseball future ahead of them. The Epworth Orioles are seeing some great renovations made to their field out at Centennial Park. They are adding lights, which will give the Epworth Orioles even more reason to party after those Friday night games underneath the lights. They are also adding in a new backstop as well. Now on to our countdown of the top 22 local base Ball stories in the year 2022. 22. Did you know that in 2022, the Dubuque area had a national statistic leader at the college level? Well, if you didn't know, it's Ethan Peters from the Loris Duhawks. He was the save leader in the country, and it is Coach T-Bond's first ever statistical leader that he has had since he has been the head skipper for the Loris Duhawks. As always, checking in, Dakota Church, catcher who caught Ethan all year, going to let us know about some of his great experiences catching Ethan and some of his shutdown stuff that he had in the year 2022. You know, I want to start this one off by just congratulating Ethan on the great year. You know, being a statistical leader in, in all of the Division III uh, baseball uh, is, is very impressive. It's very hard to do. Um, he also broke the record for saves at, at Loris in a single season, and he also has the career saves record, which is very impressive. Um, you know, when, when he's out there, he's a presence. He He's going to dominate you, and he knows that, and the batter knows that, and I behind the dish know that. I think the umpire even knows it, and the fans in the stands, they all know it as well. So when he's out there, you know, that fastball has a little extra zip. That curveball is really sharp. You know, he, he's really, really good out there. Somebody that you can kind of lean on, um, and you know he's going to come through in those clutch moments. Did you know Dubuque County has the number one rated assistant coach in all of college baseball? I'll give you a second or two to make any guesses or any predictions on who that is. This past year, he was inducted into the Cascade Hall of Fame. If you came up with Marty Sutherland, you are correct. Marty Sutherland voted on by his peers and in a recent poll was named the top assistant coach in all of college baseball. Congratulations to Marty Sutherland of the University of Iowa and keep grinding down there in Iowa City. Number 20. While we may not see the benefits in 2022, we will definitely reap the benefits of 2023 and beyond. It was announced 
that the land where the Dubuque Soccer Complex takes place was purchased by an Arizona development company. And while they are going to keep some outdoor soccer fields, we are going to have an indoor complex and we are going to have a baseball and softball field inside of that domed indoor complex. So it will be a place where players will be able to play some baseball games during those winter months. Maybe during some rainouts, get in there and play some indoor baseball games as well. Lots of exciting things ahead with that new indoor facility coming in where we can play some indoor domed baseball. Number 19. Coe College, or should we call them Dubuque County College, won their conference tournament and also advanced to the NCAA Division III tournament. And Coe College is loaded with Dubuque County athletes, and they had a remarkable run. On that roster from Dubuque County, Reed Roush from Cascade, TJ Deerdorf from Dubuque Senior, Alex Timp from Wallert Catholic, Jacob Brogius from Wallert Catholic, Cody Deerdorf from Senior, and Gavin Guns from Senior as well. We're going to have a couple of those guys check in here, letting us know about that magical run for Coe College and what it feels like playing with so many Dubuque County guys at the college level. Hey, this is TJ Deerdorf, a pitcher and fielder from Coe College. I think my favorite part from this past season was us going into the conference tournament as a six seed, going 4-0, getting a bid to the NCAA regional. Um, during my time at Coe, I was a part of a lot of really good teams. Uh, we had two one seeds for sure, and we couldn't get the job done either of those years. So for us to go in as a six seed this year uh, was pretty special to me, um, and it, it was a good, uh, good, really good way to end my baseball career at Coe. Playing with a lot of Dubuque County guys at Coe has been great. Um, I think it really says a lot about Coe as a school and about Dubuque County as a baseball area in itself. Uh, guys want to go to Coe, play for a good team, a uh, good coach, and win some games. And guys from Dubuque County just want to go play college baseball. We've had guys go all over um, a lot of different levels, and I think it really speaks to the talent level in the county as a whole. Hi, I'm Reed Roush. I'm a senior here at Coe College. Uh, my favorite memory from last year's baseball season was definitely winning the conference tournament. Uh, this was special for uh, numerous reasons. The first was, uh, this was the reason all the fifth years decided to come back, you know. They won numerous regular season conference titles. Uh, they won a regional, made it to a super regional, but they were never able to uh, actually win the conference tournament in the four years that they were here. So. They made a plan when they were all going to come back for a fifth year that this was the goal that they wanted to achieve. And it was uh, super special to be able to play a part of that and be able to help them kind of cross that last thing off their bucket list. Uh, another reason it was so special is because we were the sixth seed going into this. Not many people really gave us a chance to do much in this tournament. You know, we struggled all regular season long, but uh, we were able to come together as a team and kind of play our best baseball for that four or five day span. So that was really special to kind of see how everybody kind of figured things out and gelled together when it was most important. And, you know, with that tournament being in Cedar Rapids, we were able to get a lot of fans there. Playing in the hometown of Cedar Rapids, so that was awesome and everything. And 
it was just super special to, to kind of be able to get to that regional and win the conference uh, tournament for the first time in a couple of years. Uh, and what's it like playing with all these Dubuque County guys? It's really special, you know, because you hear about all these guys when I was in high school, playing against them in high school and everything, reading about them. And they're just all super great players, but they're even better people and friends. So it's awesome, you know, to be able to play against them in the summer with all our semi-pro teams and hang out with them after the games and just become really good friends here at, at school with all of them. And it's, it's all relationships that'll last a lifetime. So I've been blessed to play with some really great dudes from the Butte County area here at Co. So it's just been a blast and something I always look forward to. My name is Jake Brocious. I play baseball here at Coe College, and I'm a sophomore now. Um, my favorite memory from last year's season would have to be winning the conference tournament. Uh, this was pretty special for me, being able to play as a freshman and having that conference tournament down here in Cedar Rapids, kind of in the home area. Um, it was extra special being a freshman and being able to just experience this conference tournament and getting to really get the feel for uh, playing baseball in college. Uh, it was a really cool experience and something I'll always remember. And hopefully uh, with my years to come, I'll be able to um, help our players get to reaching that point and getting back to the conference tournament and uh, get to share with them that same feeling that I had. Um, what do I like most about playing with so many Dubuque County guys? Uh, it would have to be the friendships that we built so early on as when I got here and then being able to go home and knowing that they're all just very close and you can give them a phone call and you can hang out over breaks or whatever. And then in the summer when you're playing semi-pro and you get up to the plate and you notice that one of your college buddies is out there playing out in the outfield and you kind of share a little moment with them and, it's all super cool and just being able to build those friendships that'll probably last a lifetime. It's just a great experience. In 2022, we have two baseball programs that are going to hand over the keys to some new varsity coaches in our area. Longtime Jink assistant turned head coach. Fred Martin is going to hand over the keys to his assistant, Ryan Mabe, following their run to the 2022 state tournament. And Andrew Reese has left the Dubuque Senior Ram baseball program to explore other opportunities and spend more time with his family. And the senior baseball program will be turned over to former senior baseball player and former senior coach Tyler Soigling, who came back from Phoenix, Arizona to take the helm at his alma mater. Always, those two were kind enough. Coach Mabe and Coach Soigling have been huge supporters of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. They're going to check in with us, let us know how it's going, what changes you might see in the upcoming seasons from the Dyersville Beckman Blazers and the Dubuque Senior Rams. Brian Mabe, Beckman Catholic. Uh, as far as what Dubuque County fans can expect to see with uh, me taking over as head coach, um, really just a lot of the same, just trying to build off the tradition that's been uh, set there by Coach Jank and Coach Martin. So just trying to build off build off that and keep us keep the program uh, 
at the spot it's at. So um, I have a little of my own flavor to it, but really just expect to see a lot of the same. Hopefully um, can continue to be a program that um, strives to be down the stage every year and keep that success going. Hello, everyone. This is Tyler Soibling, head coach for the Dubuque Senior Rams baseball team. Thank you, Coach Manaman, for having me on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, and thank you to everyone who listened to the episode. We've already started to have an excellent group of young men showing up to the offseason strength and conditioning. Look for the Rams to show great attitude, effort, and body language, not only on the field, but in our personal lives and the community as well. We are looking forward to starting up our pitcher-catcher and hitting and defense days come in January. That way we can have a successful start to the season that will be here before we know it. Again, thank you to all our players, coaches, families, and listeners for your amazing support already. Go Rams! 17. Another huge story trending out of the Dubuque area is the amount of kids committing to play Division I college baseball. Congratulations to all of them and congratulations to anybody that is committed to play baseball at the next level whether it be NAIA, Division 2 or Division 3 but those Division 1 commits Solon Munson from the Hempstead Mustangs is going to Arizona State University. Go back, check out our catalog. Solon has appeared on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Aaron Savory, Gatorade Player of the Year, is an Iowa Hawkeye. He also appeared as a guest on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Go back to our catalog and check it out. The speedster from Wallert Catholic, Ryan Brogius, also recently committed to the Iowa Hawkeyes. He'll be entering his senior year for Wallert Catholic. Kellen Strohmeyer, shortstop turned outfielder from the Hempstead Mustangs, is currently a freshman playing Division I baseball also for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Some JUCO gentlemen that have also committed to play Division I baseball. Eli Green, formerly of the Cascade Cougars, currently the Southeastern program is committed to play college baseball division one at eastern illinois university logan rundy who also appeared on the dubuque area baseball podcast currently at kirkwood prepped for the hempstead mustangs he's going to florida international university and lastly at the time of recording zach sabers former hempstead mustang current kirkwood eagle fireballer committed to campbell university best of luck to all of those guys and check in let us know how you're doing and some of them did listen to the area guys that have committed to play division one baseball letting us know how they're doing and how things are going hello my name is ryan brosius i'm currently playing at Waller catholic high school i will be heading to the university of iowa next year and my favorite all-time career moment while playing baseball would be making it to the state championship two years ago. My name is Elijah Green. I'm currently at Southeastern Community College. And next year, I'll attend Eastern Illinois. And my all-time career baseball moment would be my no-hitter against Iowa State Regina, where I threw an immaculate inning. Hi, this is Logan Rundy, and I am currently playing at Kirkwood Community College. 
I am heading to Florida International. And my favorite memory, all with baseball, is all the bus rides and all the friendships that I've made. Sixteen. In 2022, the Dubuque County Baseball Hall of Fame welcomed eight new members. They include Terry Stephan of Farley, Jack Gansmer of Balltown, Marty Pitts of Zwingle, Tony Potts of Dubuque, and the late Tim Dolphin of Cascade, and Bob Breitbach of Rickardsville. J.L. Brimmeyer of Dubuque, he entered as an umpire, and an honorary contributor was Piastas Gary McAndrew. Congratulations to those gentlemen, and thank you for your service over all the years, and welcome into the 2022 Dubuque County Baseball Hall of Fame. We have gold floating around Dubuque County in 2022. Cole Smith, who prepped at Dubuque Senior and also had that remarkable run to the American Legion World Series, was named American Baseball Coaches Association and Rawlings Gold Glove Award winner. Cole is currently playing at Southeastern Community College, and as a freshman, while he earned his gold glove, he started all 63 games. He only committed seven errors in 176 chances for a fielding percentage of 960. Checking in to let us know about that remarkable gold glove winning season is the man himself, Mr. Cole Smith. My name is Cole Smith. I attend Southeastern Community College. I'm an infielder there and a sophomore. Um, and it was a it was a great honor to receive an award with such pedigree. Um, and when you ask what was my favorite defensive play of 2022, um, there's too many to consider. Fourteen. Semi-pro dominance. And a new team trying to take over as the leader of the pack. For the second straight season in Dubuque County semi-pro play, the Key West Ramblers posted a crazy 37-4 record, a 9.02 winning percentage, and went 25-2 with a winning percentage of 9.26 in tournament play. They captured six tournament championships this past year also a first a team trying to overtake key west is the dubuque packers and the dubuque packers won their first ever league championship this upcoming season if you'd like to know more about that go to our catalog and give a listen when we interviewed manager Michael Blake just a few short weeks ago. Number 13. Back on a cold day in late April, head skipper for the Clark University Pride, Dan Spain, collected his 300th victory, and he has been with the Pride as the head skipper for the past 10 years. Congratulations to Coach Spain on picking up his 300th victory, turning that Clark University program into a powerhouse. We did have some past and present players 
call in wishing Coach Spain and congratulating Coach Spain on his 300th victory. Buddy, this is Tyson Tucker. I joined the Clark Baseball Program in the 2022 season and will be on the team in the upcoming 2023 season. I want to say congrats to Coach Spain on reaching the 300-win milestone last season. I'll be forever grateful for the opportunity Coach Spain gave me to join this program and everything he's done for me along the way. I've become a better player and a better man since joining the program, and, and that's a large part to what Coach Spain has built here. I want to say uh, just once again, congrats to Coach Spain on the milestone, and let's go reach some more milestones this year. Go Pride. Number 12. In 2022, the Dubuque area saw four young men playing professional baseball. The first one is Colin Ray from Cascade, and he's playing overseas in the Nipton professional baseball organization. This past year, he had an ERA of 3.96, and his win-loss record on the year was 1-1 one one in 23 appearances. Next, we have Theo Denlinger from the Cuba City area. He's currently playing in the Chicago White Sox organization. He was a seventh-round draft pick. 215th overall and during his season in double a he finished with an era of 4.70 he was one and two on the year ian moeller from dubuque was drafted fourth in the fourth round 103rd overall in the 2021 mlb draft and ian on the year in the Rangers organization was playing in Class A, a batting average of 201. He hit five home runs, knocked in 22 RBIs, and had an on-base percentage of 366. The other player from the area was a recent draft pick, Tommy Speck. He was drafted in the sixth round, 169th overall, and he just played in the Arizona Complex League, which would be a rookie developmental instruction league at that time. Best of luck to those four and keep grinding on their dreams to make the majors. The area saw lots of teams vying for trips to the state tournament. While lots were trying, three of them made the trip. One of them was the Cascade Cougars, who finished with an overall record of 20-6, and six, conference record of 14-3, and three, and checking in with us to let us know about that historic season for the Cascade Cougars, head coach Roman Hummel. Hey, this is Roman Hummel of the Cascade Cougars. Uh, appreciate everything that you do, Coach, with uh, promoting local baseball, especially at the high school and semi-pro level in our area. It's great. Appreciate everything that you do there. For our 2022 team, what made us so special, I think, was the leadership and the commitment we had from our players. We had a lot of contributions from everybody up and down our lineup, um, even on the mound, um, in the field, pinch running, you name it. Everybody contributed in some way, shape, or form. Our biggest victory last year was probably our sub-state final win against West Liberty. We were down in that game. We saw a really, really good arm during it. I wasn't quite sure how we were going to respond, and uh, we came back and we won that game and uh, got us to the state tournament. Looking at the 2023 season coming up, 
we have a lot of guys coming back. We we return a lot of offense, a lot of good position guys coming back this year. We lose Jack Carr, which is going to be really big, a big loss for us. We got to figure out how to replace him. But I think we have some guys that are going to step step up and uh, take that take that role for us. Beckman completed another historic run in 2022 as the baseball program made its ninth. 19th state baseball appearance. They finished the season with a record of 25 and 14 and ultimately fell to state champion Van Meter at a score of 9 to 4. Letting us know about that historic season and that historic run and about that team is new head coach Ryan Mabe checking in. Ryan Mabe, Beckman Catholic. What made the 2022 team so special uh, really was just the quality kids we had, great leadership, and then up and down. Um, they had a lot of fun together. They took on that challenge of ending that state drought head on and were able to accomplish that goal. Um, to nail down just a one victory is tough. Um, obviously, the state victory is huge. Winning the quarterfinal game, um, getting down to state against Jessup was a um, well-played game. Um, the Monticello district final game, very close down to the wire. Um very fun game to be a part of. Um, regular season game went to Xavier, uh, one in nine innings, um, coming off of after going down to Assumption the day before and losing by one run. So just battling back-to-back days against three-ranked competition and be able to come out on top in nine innings at Xavier was a huge win um, just to prepare us for state. Um, and then I guess for 2023, um, what you can expect, I guess, the big things we have are top of the order coming back, the one, two, three hitters, Luke Shields, Nate Offerman, Luke Sigworth. So nice uh, little components there to build off of. And then got a bunch of guys ready to contribute as well. So hoping to build off the success from last year and continue the tradition going. Number 10. In 2022, Dubuque had the Iowa Gatorade player of the year and it came from Wallert Catholic and Aaron Savory. Aaron had a dominating five-year varsity career as a baseball player. His career pitching stats were 21 and 5 with an ERA of 1.78. He struck out 247 would-be hitters in 185 innings. Congratulations, Aaron, on being named the Iowa Gatorade Player of the Year in 2022. If you want to continue to follow Aaron Savory and his baseball path, he is currently a freshman at the University of Iowa, suiting up for the Hawkeyes. Number nine. In 2022, the Miracle League and the team of miracles continues to thrive. During the Field of Dreams MLB Baseball Week, a handful of special needs athletes gathered as the Cincinnati Reds played against the Chicago Cubs, and Fox Sports was there sponsoring it with authentic baseball jerseys from both teams. Camera crews were there doing shots of the game and live-action shots, and members of the Hempstead Baseball Program, Senior Baseball Program, 
Wallert baseball program were all there to help out as well as softball players from each of those programs as well. Smiles across the faces of those athletes and it was a day where thousands were in attendance. Lots of laughter was going on. Thank you to the city of Dubuque, Jana Bo, Tom Witchery, the Sancher family, and everybody involved with the Miracle League and that amazing Team of Miracles Day. Number eight. Our area currently has two people coaching in the affiliated ranks of minor league baseball. Eric Munson, who was the number three overall draft pick in 1999, who played nine years in the big leagues from 2000 until 2009, is coaching AAA for the Pittsburgh Pirates in Indianapolis. Eric has been working with our youth, doing a great job since Eric Munson Baseball opened up in 2013, later to be renamed Gold Standard Athletics. Best of luck to Eric, and we'll go on to our next member of our community who is coaching in affiliated baseball. Former player of mine and current record holder from Wallert Catholic High School, J.J. Reimer, is currently coaching in professional baseball, and he made his debut this summer in AA win the Southern League with the Biloxi Shuckers and also joined the Nashville Sounds for the International League playoffs during the AAA postseason. Congratulations to JJ. Great story to follow. He was a catcher back in the day, did some coaching at the UNI softball program, and I'm hoping to reach out to him soon, have him become a guest on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Keep grinding, JJ. Number seven. Vern Habercorn, who started the Dubuque Independent League, recently passed away. He was the founder of the Independent League, which started in the year 1968, and he was inducted into the Dubuque County Baseball Hall of Fame in 2009. Condolences to him and his family during this time. We think of all the positives that Vern brought to our community and all the smiles that have come from the Dubuque Independent League, which he started back in 1968. Rest in peace, Vern, and thank you for creating something so memorable in Dubuque. Number six. 2022 also saw a member in our local baseball community drafted. Congratulations to Tommy Speck from Wallert Catholic High School on being selected by the Texas Rangers in the sixth round, 169th overall. Tommy made waves in the high school area, in the high school realm, putting up huge numbers. Also played in the Prospects League for the Clinton Lumber Kings. We are very excited to see what the future holds for him. But let's hear from him. Tommy was nice enough to phone in to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, letting us know how things are going. My name is Tommy Specht, 
getting my name called in the 2022 MLB draft was a great feeling. Um, it was a great accomplishment, but I knew that there was still a lot of work to be done. And my favorite memory of rookie ball was my first bit of having success and the confidence boost in knowing that I belong at the professional level. Five. Our next story on the top 22 local baseball stories of 2022 comes from the Loris Dewhawks. Not since 1980 has the Loris Dewhawks beat the Iowa Hawkeyes in a game of baseball. And in 2022, Loris downed the Hawkeyes 3-1 with some timely hitting and some great pitching. This propelled Loris to a 16-0 start, and they were ranked nationally during that time. Checking in on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, letting us know about that historic start and the second win over the Iowa Hawkeyes in program history is catcher Dakota Church. Beating the Hawkeyes was uh, one of the best experiences that I've ever had uh, playing baseball from from being eight years old to to now. And it was really such a team effort. Um, go, getting out there and showing everybody what the Dewhawks were about was something really special. Um, and really leading to that 16-0 charge that we had, getting up to number 15 in the country was something really special. Davis Pascoe went out and he, he threw his heart out, no doubt about it, and and he really had a great time. The smile on his face when he was out there, he was having fun, and that really relaxed us as a team and it really set the tone so we can get out there and play our best game. And, you know, some clutch hitting from from Danny Rogers and, and Luke Fenley to get me to score a couple times, which was huge, um, really took that pressure off us and uh, led us to be successful in that game. Number four. The Field of Dreams expansion, which has been dubbed Project Heaven, is currently taking place in Dyersville, Iowa. It will feature nine new turfed baseball fields, team dormitories, a field house, jogging trails, and also in that area, you will see a hotel popping up, an RV park as well, and also an outdoor amphitheater near the movie site. Project Heaven will also host that 3,000-seat Major League Baseball Stadium as well. Go the Distance is run by Dan Evans, former GM of the Los Angeles Dodgers, and one of his partners, MLB Hall of Famer Frank Thomas. Jenna Nims. General Manager Baseballisms at the Field of Dreams movie site is going to check in, giving us the community feel about the expansion taking place in Dyersville, Iowa. Working at the movie site has allowed me to hear all the customer comments regarding the new expansion plan, and 99% of people are very, very excited. A lot of the parents that come in who have local um, travel teams have to go three plus hours away just to go wherever they're playing that weekend. And we'll have an opportunity to host a lot of teams right in our backyard at top quality fields. I'm excited for all the local businesses that are in Dyersville, the clothing shops, the retailers, the food and restaurant and bar businesses. They're only going to blossom from here on out with the expansion. And they'll still tie to the small town roots that we have, but being able to drive more bodies, more traffic through the town, 
and have a place for people to stay local so they don't have to travel 30, 40 minutes away to their hotel. It's going to be very, very beneficial for all parties. Um, so I'm very, I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. And uh, watching it from the baseballism store has been a great way to see how beneficial it's already become. Number three. The Dubuque area in 2022 also had a national champion. And that national champion comes from Ole Miss utility player and former Western Dubuque prep, Calvin Harris. It was great to see so many people make the trip down to Omaha to witness those games and those historic events for our community. Calvin Harris, during the College World Series, batted 411, going 7 for 17. He scored five runs, two doubles, had two home runs, and five RBIs in five games. Ole Miss on their Twitter account even named one of the games after him the Ole Miss game. And Calvin was part of that historic back to back to back home runs that had my cell phone going crazy during it. Calvin was also named to the 11-man all-tournament team. So congratulations to Calvin Harris, his teammates, on that first national championship in that historic Ole Miss Rebels baseball program. Number two. In 2022, Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball welcomed two games back to the Field of Dreams. While the Major League game was not as exciting as the year previous, they did bring lots of former Major Leaguers, lots of excitement, lots of income into our local community. The minor league game was also exciting as well, watching that on the Major League Baseball Network, and that featured the Cedar Rapids Colonels versus the Quad City River Bandits. The local favorites in the area, the Chicago Cubs, played the Cincinnati Reds. The game will not be played in 2023, but we hope in 2024 they will welcome Major League Baseball back to Dyersville, Iowa, and the years beyond. Jenna Nims, General Manager of Baseballisms in Dyersville, Iowa, is going to check in one last time, giving us her point of view on the fan experience for the major league game and the minor league game in 2022 and also the players experience with the 2021 game between the white Sox and the yankees being such a success mlb knew that they had to up the ante and add more to the guest and player experience the minor league game was a perfect way to allow locals a chance to get tickets and experience with those who were able to snag the limited quantity MLB game tickets did. Not only was I able to watch the fans' excitement, but watching the major league guys come out of the corn like Shoeless Joe has been my favorite part every year. Watching these players run around and take photos with the farmhouse in the field and watching them like their kids running out for recess, it, it's quite an experience. A memorable player moment was watching Wilson Contreras take photos with all my staff. He was signing autographs. One of my girls had a uh, jersey with his number on it, and he kindly signed it and took photos, and it was a very special experience. So um, we're happy to have that memory. Number one. 
2022 was filled with a bunch of state championships in our area. Two came from the baseball area. First one is from Cuba City and the Cuba City Cubans. They won their first conference championship since 2013, made their first state appearance since 1955, and congratulations to them, their coaches, their staff, their players, on winning their first ever state championship in 2022. Congratulations, Cuba City. And our last story for the top 22 local baseball stories in 2022 goes to my former boss, former teacher, and a bunch of my former players, one of my last years coaching, the Western Dubuque Bobcats on their first ever state championship. Western Dubuque finished the year 32-11, and 20 and 9 overall in the conference and they buzzed through the competition at state whether it was facing Justin Hackett from Winterset the TCU commit and taking down powerhouse Davenport Assumption 7 to 1 in the state championship game led behind the arm and the bat of Isaac Thane and a so many other cast of characters helped deliver the Bobcats first ever state championship and the biggest baseball story of 2022. Checking in with us coach Casey Bryant to let us know about that remarkable season. Western Dubuque Baseball. Uh, what made our team so special in 2022 uh, was we had a group of extremely coachable kids. Um, they had great team efficacy, uh, which you know I feel means that they really believed they could accomplish something special from day one of practice uh, until we won the state championship. Um, that made them a really special group. You know, there for a while, we were practicing twice a day, um, which we've not really done before. But these guys just had a real, a real hunger for preparation and um, just never quit competing. Um, I think uh, the way it feels to be a state champion, you know, for the first couple of weeks, I was kind of on cloud nine there. Um, I just couldn't believe that it happened. It was a goal that we've been, we've been searching for for a really long time and working hard for. Um, so it was just a, a very special feeling. Uh, it, was, it was cool to do that with uh, my son's grade and, and a lot of his friends and teammates that he grew up playing ball with. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty cool experience, to be honest with you. Um, our team for this upcoming year, um, things look good. Um, we have three All-State players coming back. Um, we had some some kids that were varsity reserves that contributed at different times throughout the season that I think will really step right in and uh, be key members of this year's team. And we have a couple nice nice pieces off our sophomore team that will uh, be able to work their way into our lineup and, and help provide some depth. Um, I think we have a solid 
five to six pitchers that I feel really good about and some other guys that we can develop. Um, so we should be a deep enough team to play a, a pretty tough schedule. Um, our schedule does look to be even even more challenging than last year. Um, and I think we had the um, top schedule in class three last year. So um, it should be a, a great challenge. Uh, but our guys will work real hard and, and try to uh, see if we can repeat. Thank you to everybody who took a minute to phone in an update for this episode of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. 643, we're out of here. Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and also subscribe on Spotify.